Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you are here today. In this episode, we're going to be talking about impact versus popularity. And the same theme applies in this episode as it does in all of our episodes, that there is always enough good in the world to be grateful for the things that we have. And believe it or not, this is going to sound like a cheesy segue, but I am truly grateful for our sponsor. So please stay tuned after a quick message from them. We'll get right at it. Thanks for sticking around through the ad. It does help out the show and gives me an incentive to continue to produce good content. So I really appreciate that you guys have stuck with it. Anyway, today's episode, as I teased, is about impact versus popularity. There are two different things. There is some overlap and we often confuse the two of them in various forms. I like the example that, you know, all cats are mammals, but not all mammals are cats. And Usually it takes me a couple of times repeating that in my head for me to remember the relationship that's being expressed in that thought. So all cats are mammals, but not all mammals are cats. So in the case of impact, right, how much influence or impact you have on somebody versus popularity, there is a relationship there, right? But it's not a bi-directional equal relationship. The same way that cats and mammals are are not bi-directional and equal, right? There, There is a relationship. If you are or have a measure of popularity, it increases your chances of having an impact. But there are lots of people who have a lot of popularity, who we know as household names, but they don't necessarily have an impact. They're just somebody that you know. And so being able to distinguish and parse through the folks you know about in your life and being able to understand, is this person impactful in my life or just popular, is a good exercise to go through. You know, we know who certain famous figures are. Uh, The Kardashians come to mind. I know their name is a household name, but they have not had an impact on my life the same way that other people have. I'm sure they've had impacts on other people's lives because maybe they cared more about what was going on with that family. But they haven't necessarily on mine. I do hope that they're having a good day. And if they happen to listen to this episode, I I hope that they'll provide feedback to help me and allow me to do it better. And and so let's, let's go through and kind of, uh, I've got a bit more of a script here to go through with you guys. And I think you guys are going to enjoy this. So there are a few good examples I'd like to pull from anecdotes, right? The typical business book is, you know, insight and then, you know, 15 pages of anecdotes and then the next insight and then 15 pages of anecdotes. And so unfortunately, I'm following the same formula here, right? The insight is impact versus popularity. And now it's time for a few anecdotes. And as I share these, I want you to think of anecdotes that you would share. If you were to distinguish or explain impact versus popularity to somebody in your life, you know, which anecdotes would you pull from? Right now, I am recording this at the farm around the corner, right? It's uh, Randy and Tony's farm. And Randy and Tony are not anywhere near famous. I mean, the the property here is beautiful. They are wonderful people. Uh, Their friends tend to be true friends, but they are not famous, even though they've had a lot of impact on different people's lives. And they're having an impact on our life right now. Like we are 20 something days into this at this point where my 11-year-old daughter, she weighs maybe 50, 60 pounds, right, uh, is out there mucking stalls once again. And she does this out of service. She's not paid. She does it out of love and the relationship that she has with Randy. And and the horses, of course. Horses are still cool, um, especially at that age. 
But there is a an impact that Randy's having is we are new horse owners and we don't know anything about horses. Randy's been around this environment and lifestyle for years. And, you know, every time we have an interaction, it's a positive experience for both people. Randy's knowledge gets to be shared in little chunks and nuggets. And so does Tony's. Tony was sharing the other day. He was talking to me and he was sharing about how he used to take his horses and they used to have a bridge in the town he grew up in where they it didn't have any railing on the side. And so they literally run their horses off the side of the bridge and then the horses would swim in the water off to the shore and they would hold on to the, the horse's neck and, and have the horse swim to them. I didn't know you could do that with horses and maybe you're not supposed to. But stories like that kind of really help me understand the versatility, uh, some of the fragility that comes with large animals, but also some of the endurance that comes with them as well. Randy's making a difference that impacts our whole lives. And I'm not sure if I've told you the story how we met, but I went for a run. And I went for a longer run than my body was normally used to doing. But at one point, she was out here finishing out mucking stalls and I was running down her street near our house. And I decided to stop and ask questions and said, hey, you know, do you guys do lessons? And she said, well, not really. And I said, well, can I get your phone number? We'd like some help. And that started a whole series of events. Had I not been running that morning when she happened to be out in the front yard where the horses weren't, and I could stop her and talk to her, none of this positive experience that we've had would have been available to us. You know, it, it worked the other day. We had an opportunity to listen to some uh, leaders they were telling a bit about their non-traditional careers and their background and things like that. And at the end, it was time for us to do a Q&A. And I asked them the same question I ask people when I get to be the one doing the interviews. And it's simply this. It's tell me about a mentor that impacted your life. And if you are interviewing people and you are not asking that question, you need to start. And if you are being interviewed for any sort of job or have the opportunity to talk to leaders where you want to see them as human beings, ask that question. Tell me about a mentor that impacted your life. And just leave it open-ended just like that. Because the stories you're going to get are going to be revealing. They're going to be revealing in lots of different directions. You're going to hear the person responding tell about a time when they were humble, which is not something that is encouraged by other interview questions. But this one it is. It becomes a story. And human beings are natural storytellers. And so they'll naturally tell a story where they were humble, where a mentor stepped in. And in that process of the mentor stepping in, they're also going to share values that resonate with them, as well as the leadership style that they respond to. And so this question, or the answer to this question, really gives you an opportunity. If you know how to listen to the answer, it really gives you an opportunity to be able to parse through and understand do we have the values that is going to, are going to resonate with this sort of person on our team? Are, we, are our values compatible? If they're not, then maybe the person's not a good candidate. Maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe you can identify a difference that you can either choose to work on or choose to bypass. And, and then after values, it's the type of leadership. This person tells a story about responding to a particular type of leadership. Do we have the capacity to provide that leadership at this time for this person? And if the answer is no, then you can thoughtfully distinguish whether or not you want to invest in providing that type of leadership. Or if the person has a more versatile response system, right? Some people respond to lots of different leadership styles, not just one. But having that anecdote allows you to be able to have that conversation and further dialogue. It makes the conversation more transparent. It makes the experience more transparent. And it's just a story. 
So if both people are good at either telling the stories or listening to them, it allows you to find out insights about others that will help you grow. Now, it doesn't take that mentor in that situation to be popular when the person's telling the story to make a difference. Most mentors aren't popular. And the ones who are popular are likely more impactful the closer to the circle that you get. So today I, I get to have an experience. I don't often talk about or describe what goes on in the temples uh, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, right? the LDS or Mormon temples. Uh, there's different vernaculars there. But I'd like to in, in, in two experiences. One of them is I got told that the mask mandate at work was going to be back in force. And it really impacted me. So I just went home. I, I just, because the way the language was sent out, it was, and I know the person who wrote it too, and I chided her for it afterwards, but it was an effective immediately, you are required to wear a mask. It's like, nobody had a mask. And so we were all joking around that we were going to, you know, more likely the health threat was a bladder infection from not being able to go use the bathrooms. But I just kind of, you know, had a half hour and it's a half hour commute for me, had a half hour on the calendar that was free. I packed up for the day, went home and continued working from home that day because I just needed to be able to process what was going on. You know, I was pretty grouchy about it. And then I went to the temple and, and we don't often describe what goes on in the temple from the ceremony aspect of it or the rites of passage that are performed there. They're not necessarily secret. They're just sacred, right? We, we treat them as sacred. We want that to be a very personal connection between us and, and God. And so we don't necessarily talk about them, but there are things around the periphery that are perfectly comfortable to talk about. I was feeling grouchy, and the temple is a place where everybody dresses in white. It's a expression of purity and cleanliness uh, from the world, and it, it removes distractions. And so I'm in the temple, and I'm, I'm looking for an opportunity to not feel as grouchy about this news that I had received, because it really did impact me personally, more than I anticipated. It's not a big deal. I totally get that. But it impacted me, and the news impacted me more than I anticipated. And I'm at this one point where... I have to walk past the curtain, you know, pretty early on in being in the, the building. And it's the gentleman who was inviting me to step into that space was wearing some hardware to help steady one of his legs. And this gentleman must have been in his 70s or 80s. He wouldn't let me open the curtain for myself. He intentionally positioned himself in the point where he could serve me. And that example... You know, of despite the limitations or our feelings, my handicaps are more in my head. They're not immediately visible. But that example of being able to serve despite your handicaps just changed my outlook. I still don't like the mask mandate if you've been vaccinated. I don't think it worked. It, it, it really is worth it. Those are my feelings. I think that that'll be kind of resolved as we get more data and with time. So I understand why leaders have made the choices they have, and I understand why I have the feelings I do. But I realized from that gentleman's example that my handicaps don't impact my ability to serve. And so throughout that experience, I felt more committed to providing service uh, despite you know, the distractions I have with some of my emotions and some of my you know, anxiety and PTSD issues. The other thing I wanted to share is that when you make an impact, you don't always get to see it. And you don't always get to see the results. I impacted thousands of lives, you know, through the mentorship I provided and the leadership I provided when I was in the military. It, it's one of those things I can calculate and I can prove. 
But at one point, I had one of my former soldiers reach out to me, and he was in a different you know, organization at that point. It would have taken some effort. And he called me up and he said, hey, Jacob, or he sent me a message and he said, hey, you know, Captain Rucker, I'm getting promoted. And I'd really like you to be there uh, as part of it and sharing that day with me. And it conflicted, conflicted with a meeting. And I chose the meeting over going to that promotion. Because at that point in my career, if I'd started going to all the promotions and all the other things like that, I'd be busy all day long. I'd never get anything done. And that was the wrong choice. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I realized it afterwards. You don't often get the opportunity to see when you've made an impact. And when you're invited to see the fruits of that impact that you've made go, make that the top priority. Do that thing that shows and helps you remember that when you're on the earth, you don't have to strive to be popular. We need to strive to be impactful in everybody else's lives that we're with. And the lives that we connect with make a positive impact. And so today I get to go and I get to see a young man who feels like I made an impact in his life. I, I really only invested a couple of hours. That's all it took was a couple of hours when he was ready to listen, when he needed it. You know, a couple of text messages, a conversation or two. And he reached out to me to say, hey, Jacob, I'm going to the temple today for myself to choose to make covenants with God. And I'd like you to be a part of that. And today, again, I have a meeting that conflicts with it. And so I'm not going to be there as uh, part of the process he's going to go through, part of that rite of passage he's going to go through. But I do have the opportunity when he's done with that rite of passage to be there and to give him a hug and to tell him uh, how grateful I am uh, that he chose to listen. Uh, he's made an impact on my life through his choices. And so... You know, impact versus popularity, popularity tends to go one way. Impact goes both ways. I made an impact on this young man's life and he made an impact on mine because it shows me once again that we're not here in isolation. We can make a difference. And our popularity among those who we make an impact is high, even if our popularity among those in the world is low. So I hope you guys take the challenge to make an impact. Or recognize that your presence already does. I start off every episode telling you how grateful I am that you are here today. And I mean it. I am grateful you are here. And I hope that in a world where you can choose to be anything, that you choose to be grateful. Mm -hmm.